What's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings. I am Keith Finch. And I'm Jack. And you are watching or listening to Gun Day Brunch, brought to you by Taurus USA and Guns.com. For information on reliable and affordable firearms for personal protection, hunting, and sport, go to TaurusUSA.com. And to buy those guns, go to Guns.com. That's the best friggin' bump I have done in ages. We've got to cut that one. We've got to cut that one so we can drop it in just awkwardly. Your face, that read, and then back to us whenever we <laughs> fuck it up from now on. <laughs> just, just do like a and like because the audio won't be synced do, up. Do it'll an be absolutely like no fade, a hard, t- just a hard cut to that, and then it's back to us. <laughs> uh, I do love terrible edits. All right, guys. So. Uh, NRA annual meetings was this past weekend. Um, we are going to, uh, yeah. So NRA annual meetings was this past weekend, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, Keith and I were both there. Jack wasn't because Jack was committing war crimes in the Sudan. That's a topical reference. If you want to, guys, Google what's going on in the Sudan right now. It's bad times. Um, really, really not really fun. bad times. Uh, military intervention. Military intervention. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. Lockheed I don't, I don't, and I don't. Martin Printer Gober. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> did someone say cruise missiles? Um, so anyway, God, that's terrible. Uh, so, but well, let's talk about the show. So, you know, we were, uh, Keith and I, like I said, Keith and I were both there. Um, I was obviously in the tourist booth the entire time. Keith was roaming the floor doing GAT marketing, GAT daily editorial type stuff. Um, so Keith, how about this? We'll go general thoughts. How was the show? What did you think? Especially Friday. I liked how the show kicked off. It was, it wasn't slow, but it wasn't jam packed right away. Mm-hmm. so roll into the show there are enough people around but you could get wherever you wanted and everyone seemed to be having a good time you had a lot mm-hmm. more energy at this show than the previous show um and i and i think part of that i credit part of that to indy like indianapolis is a great place for this show specifically yo hey pause i used to live there i used to actually work there um indianapolis is a really really good convention city they I said that in the meeting this week. I swear um, to you. They have that absolute. So Indianapolis has conventions down to a science and they can do it in a cold weather because half of the hotels have sky bridges that connect to the convention center. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very, very good at it. They're good at sorting parking access, all of the things. It's the airport's easy to get in and out of, even if it's a little bit far from the downtown area. And I think, you know, like, Everyone, you know, we all think of NRA annual meetings. Um, it's a pretty big convention, but it's not nearly as big as Gen Con, which Indianapolis hosts every year. Uh, and it's not nearly as big as the Super Bowl or the Indianapolis 500. So you talk about a city that knows the vibe of big events. Indy is definitely one of them. And I I love it when NRA is there. Uh, one, because I get to go back to St. Elmo's. But two, just because... Fire it off. is like, so good, especially the, if you feel like you're starting to get the show crud a little bit, or if you're just like down, get a St. Elmo's shrimp cocktail, you'll be right clear. Oh, and just eat the, right just out, eat everything the cocktail good, sauce. And it's freaking delicious. So. Um, but no, I, I really do love, sauce. Oh, 
I really do love Indy as a, as an event town. Like the experience of coming to and from the event in Indianapolis versus last year in Houston, it Indy mm-hmm. shits all over Houston, like a hundred percent. So anyway, so back. <laughs> There's no. I remember in Houston, I think the best place to get convenient food was unfortunately the hotel that I was at. Probably, and I think every every plate that I got there ran me about forty dollars, and it was just hot garbage. There was nothing good to eat there. Now, this year in Indy, I had that uh, same situation where, all right, especially for breakfast, the easiest place to grab was right there in the hotel. But you went down there, you spent $18 and you got like the Midwest plate of breakfast. Mm -hmm. And you were just like, ah, yes, thank you. So, Jack, have you done? You've done a show in Indy, right? You've been I have it? done because I think it was there in a bunch 19? of shows at Indy. Um, I've done like five or six Gen Cons, two NRAs, and something else brought me to Indy once. Um, uh, probably just, the Black Expo. Oh, likely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a big yeah. event uh, that's two like historically black colleges get together to play a football game. It's called Black Expo. It is a fucking party. Let me tell you what. I I like Indy. Um, I, oh, I went there for a, a private firearms event. Now I remember because I got a ticket there uh, for parking. I don't think I've paid that, so I may have warrants out in Indy. Uh, <laughs> the statement hang on we're gonna cut that and we're just gonna have it be jack i may have warrants out in and then i'm gonna cut the name of the city and i have like the stephen hawking voice come in atlanta indianapolis <laughs> chicago just whatever city it is um i i think it's a great town i i think the convention center is hard to beat um probably one of the better convention centers i've ever had to do anything at and yeah, uh, Gen Con Nothing would swallow NRAM like nothing nice. and not even burp. Mm-hmm. Gen Con uses the entire facility plus other facilities nearby. They have, I mean, they'll use the the second floor of it for Gen Con for like gaming expos. And it's like, for the record, by the way, if you like nerd stuff, go to Gen Con. Because it's, I know yeah. it's technically you like tabletop gaming, games. Yeah, gaming, gaming. stuff. Gaming. I think it, it, it's really... If you, Sorry, I, I, I'm a nerd con like connoisseur, and I'll tell you there's a big difference between Gen Con and Dragon Con. Fact. Anyone uh, can come to Dragon Con and have a good time. You'll have an okay time at Gen Con unless you're a board gaming or, or general gaming guy, in which case you'll have a great time at Gen Con. I like Gen Con. I should probably go again this year. I like I like Gen Con a lot. I got to meet um that was actually where I got to meet like the the junior Mythbusters League, Tori, uh the to carry and the, Grant. the one Grant R.I.P. Um, I met I met Grant at the Chessex booth in Dragon Con. They have these giant tubs full of dice, and you can fill a mug with whatever dice you want from there. And they're like picking out dice, and I like went for a dice, and this tiny hand like went in and got the one I wanted. I looked over, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, man." I'm like, "No, Grant, it's fine." Right, you're Myth a Mythbuster. Like, you're no, Grant. We just sat there picking out dice for a while. It was really cool. Uh, so, um, 
back to the 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 general vibe of NRA this year. I thought it was uh, pretty good, actually. And coming from the manufacturer side, a lot of us have been like a little uh, not Rest. feeling great Sad. about this year. Yeah, you know, they were swinging from the rafters. Um, I mean, not us, but other people. You know, uh, there were a couple of. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the first to say there was a big absence from NRA annual meetings this year. Uh, Smith and Wesson and wasn't there, and then the rest of the uh, all of the Vista Outdoors brands except for the ammo weren't there either. So like Federal was there, Spear was there, CCI was there, uh, but they didn't have like you know their optics, their cleaning supplies. None of that stuff showed up. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It it made me want to go look up their share price on the internet actually, but I didn't because then I had work to do. Um, but so that was interesting. But the vibe from consumers and also the vibe from other manufacturers I talked to talked to kind of shifted to cautiously optimistic about the year. You know, like we're like, hey, you know, it's not 2020. We're not selling every gun that we blink into existence, but it's also not. Well, the, what was the real bad Trump slump year, 2017, when like seven manufacturers were – I mean, admittedly, there were too many AR manufacturers back then, but yeah. Yeah, we're I not mean, like, we, can, we, can, we can all admit we don't need any – We went a little too far. We did. If you're, you're we just did. in there and you have some machining capabilities and you're like, man, somebody just doesn't build the 16-inch with 15-inch M-lock rail upper that I really want from somebody – at the price range I'm willing to find it at, you don't need to make one. I promise no, you one exists. It exists. It exists. I guarantee you every AR variant that you could possibly want to buy with money exists. And if it doesn't exist, Brownells exist and you can just build it yourself. Right. You don't need to make yeah, it. You you can get you can get the that combo of parts and your gun will exist uh, very shortly. Also, I would I would love to not have the conversation every time when I talk to someone I go, hey you know, we're here to help you market your business. What are you looking to compete with? And you're a three-person shop, and you say Daniel Defense. Stop. No, this is not, a, <laughs> not happening. Would you like to come back with a realistic expectation? Because that would be fun for like, everyone involved. Like I, I can, I can make you beat that other three-person shop that's also got a five by ten booth. That's right. three. Bob, I can make Bob, you beat who them. you hate, which is why you started an AR business just to compete with Bob. We can run Bob into the ground. Bob's children will go to community college if you sign up with me. But Mister Daniels is never going to know you exist. Like, <laughs> right. also, your shop could fit in his shop, and he wouldn't see you. Yeah, he he would he would just continue to uh, go about his daily life and wouldn't even realize he, that you were there. You wouldn't even you wouldn't even get a. I thought we had thirteen machines, not not fourteen. Weird. No, no, no. <laughs> Production still up. Government contracts still coming in. All right, boys, that I'm happy. Hey, here's a side note question. Wait, do I even have it in here? put on the camera uh what do you call one of those i got a uh so i was at uh one of the nra banquets uh which actually i went to two of them 
Uh, the food was really good at the NRA ILA I banquet. I saw that. Oh. That menu was good. Like, hey, guys, you know what? I'm going to donate to the NRA because I would like my money to – the following is a joke. So please don't nobody get your panties in a twist about this. <laughs> if the NRA is going to waste my money, which they – then I want them to waste it on filet dinners with lobster tail. All right, that – because I've eaten that that's dinner. That's a good waste. Come on, right? that's a good end. Like, yeah, I yeah. Would I rather that you know they were taking that money and using it to I don't know pass legislation? Sure, but that was pretty uh, goddamn good. Right, right, right. I would. I, I'm I'm trying to think. I don't think they're ever going to do business with us. So I think I can be a little blunt about this. I care about one thing. That LaPierre is no longer president. There was a very briefly, there was a hashtag trending fire Wayne prior to the show, uh, but that got suppressed pretty quick. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm, we're not going to go into the he'll, internal he'll be issues there until he's not. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of people who are going to stay away from the show the show as long as he and certain other people are there. I, I know it. It is they've, what it is. They've done the thing. It It is what it is. Yeah, and it's and you know, like I think, and here's my thing, and here's why I would like, not that this would happen because Taurus is going, but here's why I would advocate for any brand to go to NRA annual meetings, regardless of how you may feel about interacting, about you know, giving money to NRA or anything like that. Your customers are there. It is a genuine like that is a consumerful, very consumer friendly space. And if there is, you're not going to get a better opportunity at any place in the year to talk to a wider range of your customers than you do at NRA annual meetings. And I think that that's valuable. That has value for me as a brand manager. That has value for, that has value, well, I guess I can caveat that. That has value for any brand that actually gives a shit what their customers think. If you don't, then don't go. But if you do, I can think of a lot of compelling reasons to go, even if you are struggling with how you feel about NRA as a organization. But it is also nice too when you go to something like that, it does help you get perspective. Cause like I went to the NRA foundation banquet as well, which is the NRA foundation is the part of the NRA that does like shooting sports education and all that sort of other stuff. And it was nice to see the dollars that are allocated to that actually being put to use and like, how, you know, here's what we're doing to support the shooting sports. And also at that um, banquet, a Medal of Honor winner played Shenandoah on a harmonica for us, which was honestly pretty fucking rad. So I, I can't even – that's a story that I'm still trying to figure out how to encapsulate to tell the normal people. But a guy who got the medal in Vietnam played Shenandoah on his harmonica, and then they auctioned off the harmonica, and I'm like – that was fucking cool. Uh, fantastic. Well done. So anyway, um, uh, Keith, let's go back to like you were, you know, you talked to more manufacturers. I talked to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I uh, So t- talk to me about what, you know, kind of the vibes you got off the manufacturers. The, the uh, and you can probably back it up on the on the side on the customer side, too, because you were interacting as manufacturer to customer. And I think I got that vibe, but I'll let you confirm when when you do it. Um, the manufacturer side of things, you you hit it. it. There's this cautious optimism, and I think it's because a lot of people kind of held held and are just 
producing now. They're they're pushing everything that you saw come out for Shot Show. A lot of the weird, you know, the year of weird calibers and things like that. All the fun things that kind of got started either end of last year or early this year are now like this was this was consumers' first big chance to get their hands on them, and I think that's going to push. Uh, it, it's going to push a lot of the things that people want for the year because. I don't know about you, but I saw maybe, maybe three new products. Like, um, yeah, and two of them I, were Kimber. Yeah, I I saw the the Kimber double stack. I saw uh, the Reflex from FN, and then I saw the Revolver that Henry launched. Oh, hey, you know what? Let's talk about the <laughs> for all your RDR. What are you doing training? back there, like? I got a big stack of – I looked at my phone, and I got a big stack of cables that come out of my travel bag, and I was trying to find – my wife very thoughtfully got me the uh, non-plug-in charger thing, so I just plugged that into my laptop and then throw my little phone on it, um, and now we're charging up. Fantastic. Uh, so, revolvers. All right, I will do this for you people. I saw – Two new revolvers at NRA annual meeting. I actually took time out of my day to go over and check them out. Uh, the first was the Kimber K6S Ultralight or whatever the hell they're calling it. I don't actually know. Oh, what I, didn't, I, I went through Kimber's booth to look at their new products. I didn't see that. Like, I missed that one. That's it, how was, well it was on it was. the other side of the double stack nine millimeter. That's definitely not a Wilson Combat EDC nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's clearly says kimber on the slide it says kimber on it anyway so if you'd like to not... take a gun that's already a little bit finicky uh and add kimber's name of lifelong reassurance about I, I asked them what the magazines were and they're like oh there there are magazine and i then i kind of tilted my head a little bit and they're like 229 magazine oh they both <laughs> of them in a 229 magazine that's actually pretty smart I mean, it certainly yeah, eliminates the, one of these so problems. It, it's obviously it's obviously not a two two nine magazine, but he, he's like, it's like a two two nine magazine. I'm like, that's smart. I know that magazine works. I love shooting my two twenty nine. Well, that's like with the and I'm, I'm I am I am actually doing a direct comparison between Taurus and Kimber on this one. The G three is the full size gun. P two twenty six magazines. Yeah, yeah, because because they freaking work. Hi, um, anyway. Let's make it speed. Uh, all right, so works. let me talk about revolvers real quick, guys. So I saw the Kimber K6S Ultralight or whatever the hell they're calling it. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know what. Hang on, I'm gonna look. Kimber K6S Ultralight uh, K6XS Carry. Okay, Excess. that's the it name of excessive. it. It is excessively light. Uh, it's got uh, so it's hard for me to like because now that I work for Taurus, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, Caleb's biased." I've always been biased. It's actually yeah, that, that didn't start to, here. <laughs> yeah, my bias is actually easier to figure out now that I get a paycheck from a one company that I have to legally disclose when I do stuff like this. Uh, when people pay you under the table in cash, is it unethical? Yeah, but whatever. Anyway, so uh, I picked the. Uh, please understand my feedback is based entirely on picking it up and dry firing it. So it's light and it has a good trigger and the front sight's pretty visible. 
So his success always had a good trigger though. I really yeah. liked that, that trigger. I have nothing to say. And, and this is the thing, right? Like people are being like, well, what do you think? Well, I don't know. I haven't shot a thousand rounds out of it. Okay. I can't give you an actual opinion unless I get some trigger time on it. And I probably won't get a lot of significant trigger time on it. Uh, how about this? If you liked the K success, but wished it was lighter and smaller and had more recoil, you'll probably like the K six XS. That's there we go. Now here's a gun. I do want to talk about because I think it's really interesting. The Henry revolver. Okay. So RDR two cosplay gun. First off, <laughs> I uh, they were very clearly going for like a turn of the century revolver vibe, right? Turn of the twentieth century, eight, you know, nineteenth into the twentieth century, so eighteen hundreds to nineteen on the calendar, guys. Right? Not, not the turn of the century that we were all alive for, which is a weird thing to kind of mentally process right now. But uh, so they were definitely going from an eighteen, from like a very late eighteen hundreds into like early 1920s vibe with that gun in terms of design and i think they nailed it on the aesthetic i i am not a fan of that aesthetic personally but i think that if you like look at a cult official police or like uh late you know like a cult lightning or you know some of the early da guns coming out of europe and you go man that looks funky and weird uh that's gonna be a gun for you i think the guys from the snub war facebook group are gonna eat it up um <clears throat> i uh, i think that whatever if that aesthetic that specific aesthetic that they were going for nailed it 10 out of 10 well done uh, i like the idea that so just from looking at it that grip frame how they have the square butt frame and they have the round butt frame that grip frame is modular so I would like to think that at some point they will just sell one of them as a package. Like if you buy the square butt and you're like, I don't like this, you can take it off and put on the round butt frame and decide you like that one more. Um, the sights are terrible because of the aesthetic. Okay. Like I want yeah, to be it, very it, clear. 1899. <laughs> right. They're not terrible. We're sighting like it's 1899. Yeah, guys. exactly. The sights are terrible on a Henry rifle anyways. Like you look at a rifle with buckhorn sights and the little tiny brass bead that you can't fucking see. They're bad, but they're correct. And that's what people like. If you want good sights, they have sell guns that have good sights on them. Um, you want really good they, sights. They sell, they they sell guns you can put dots They're on. electric and they put a little dude out there for you to deal with. Yeah, they're, those are really great. Or, you know, so anyway, uh, I think it's very interesting. Um, I'm very curious. Like, I wish that manufacturers would also post when they like make a new revolver, which is fairly rare, admittedly, that they would also say, hey, also, the cylinder hole pattern is the same as a Smith & Wesson L-frame or a Ruger Security 6 so that people who buy these guns can then go out and immediately know what kind of speed loaders they will put in that work with their gun so that they don't have to be like, I wonder if my K-frame loaders will fit this or if my da-da-da. Yeah, so I think it's interesting. I don't hate it. Uh, people are have, have questions about the price, which is as near as makes no difference, $1,000. It's all made in the United States, guys. It's going to be $1,000. Uh, there you go. You want to know why it costs that? Because it's made by Americans. It, it, you you look at that, and then you look at like a Henry Golden Boy rifle, and they're about the same amount of money because yeah. they're about the same amount of building. 
Yeah. Because uh, I did see a couple of people online complain like, oh, this costs almost as much as a Colt Python. I'm like, yeah, you know where a Colt Python's made? America. It, you, the, <laughs> there is an inescapable cost associated with American labor. It just is. Right? Hey, you want a cheaply made you, – cheaply made. You want a cheap revolver? Get one from Star Arms, all right? Turkish labor costs a lot less. Uh, I did actually look at the Star Arms revolver because I looked at it at Shot Show and I wanted to look at it again. And I'm, I, I, I have never wanted to take a revolver side plate off more than I do with that gun because I really want to see what's going on inside of it. Like I'm super curious about like what do your guts look like? Which, with, by the way, if you attempted to disassemble things at these shows, people get very upset. Oh, very yeah, upset when, the, when the screwdriver. <laughs> It's 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 real bad. Um, you you want to have if, if you're tired of walking around the show on revolver, day two, by the by, and you don't want to <laughs> go anymore, the easiest thing to do is to pull out a tape measure and walk up to somebody's booth and just start like shink. Oh, that reminds me. All right, so I'm putting this one out. I'm raising the bat signal because there was drama, but I don't know anything about it because it was es- so. Where so the layout of the show this year was a little weird. It was like a horse horseshoe shape, which kind of made getting around a little bit odd. My booth, the tourist booth, was right by one of the doors that bled straight into the hallway, like like the front hallway. Uh, so there was this gang of YouTubers, and I well, I assume they were YouTubers. They were all very young. They were dressed in like kind of like faux patriotic gear, almost like like you know. American flag hats and there's some bald eagles and stuff, but it seems to be performative. You know what I mean? Uh, and I saw them come in and I remember looking at them and mentally rolling my eyes and being like, these friggin' weirdos. And then a few hours later, they were escorted out of the building by a uniformed police officer and a non-uniformed police officer. And because they were escorted directly through my booth, because we were right by the door, I saw it and I really want to know the team. All right. So if anybody has the team, <laughs> put it in the comments, send us a DM, let me know about like the youthful gaggle of YouTubers that got kicked out of NRA annual meetings. American youths. What happened because with the, the youths? I, I, I really, really, really want to know because I'm nosy as, as hell. Uh, that's, that's what it, that's what it comes down to because there are, it's to get kicked out of NRA annual meetings, you have to piss somebody off in a pretty significant, like, to get kicked out in a way that causes the police to physically escort you out of the building, you have, you have to a try. Yeah. Which, you know, okay, you know the vibe that they gave me when they walked through my booth the initial time? They very much gave off the, it's just a prank bro YouTuber vibe. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that makes sense. Every, like, and I say that and everybody who has been on YouTube has knows exactly the vibe that I'm talking about and we also all probably hate those guys so like I and of it, and of all the shows of all the shows and all the locations to not play the it's a prank bro yeah that would probably not be the one probably that show yeah so I'm really curious um I I'm also periodically searching YouTube for kicked out of gun show videos with like you know big text and then like someone's like you know, face looking upset about something because that's what all of those video uh, cards look like. Anyway, um, all right, uh, Jack, final thoughts on NRA, even though you weren't there. Um, 
Please wear both shoes, shirt, and pants to NRA. And deodorant. You know what? No. No. I will not require that of you. I will not tell you you have to wear deodorant. But I have seen a lot of fashion choices at NRA annual meeting. Consider this like church. It's worth a collar. For whatever reason, when you said I will not require you to wear deodorant, all I could think of was the seed in 300 when Xerxes is like, I ask that you stand. All I ask is that you All I ask is that you wear pants to the show. <laughs> Cruel Caleb asks that, that you bathe. <laughs> Caleb says live like an actual human not the basement goblin that you are I merely ask that you clothe your disgusting body oh, he knows what I'm talking about this is in reference to an event that did happen <laughs> where we were walking and unfortunately had to see someone's junk that's yep. exciting it it was it wasn't this in ram it was another and technically one. this man was technically still clothed but i should not clothed. have to look at a baby bird having trouble breathing down there like <laughs> it was not, it was not good no you really really should not all right also so, I'll, I'll yeah send, i'll send caleb the picture he can put it at the end of the video and be like this is the guy no i don't i don't want to do that i don't want to do that he doesn't have internet i'm almost certain <laughs> I don't wanna, I don't all right we, we won't do that all right, so oh. that is that's Jack's final thought. Keith, any final thoughts from you? I'm I'm looking to a I'm looking forward to a lot of the the things that have been announced and I know are in progress this mm -hmm. year to finally start shipping. Um because this year I'm gonna get to play with a lot of calibers that I normally don't, like you know, five sevens and forty-fives and tens and and uh 38s and things and 4510 judges that I like and I don't like that I like them. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I love that, that we've had Stupid that Stupid executive grade judge being awesome. How dare you? It's <laughs> pretty awesome. Um, all right. So for my final thought, I just want to formally <laughs> announce that we're going to make a uh, an eight-shot 30 super carry moon-clipped medium frame gun that's optics ready and ported. So we're not. That, that's not real. But am I pitching that? Because yeah. Yeah, because I'm sick in the head. I'm a real sick fuck, guys. I wonder how many bullets we watch, can watch what I do with your guns next. If they were 4.6. Caleb Giddings, 5.56, five shot so the, gun. The 4.6 uh, case diameter is going to be the determiner on that, and it's like a 9 mil. So Aww. that's why we want to go 30 super carry. Uh, okay. So anyway, uh, my final thoughts on NRA are if you've never been – Wait, hang on. Where is it next year? Because if it's in Houston, I'm not going to say don't go because Houston sucks. Uh, NRA. I, I want to say it is Houston. I know it's Texas. I think it's. Houston. I thought it was. Uh, I thought they said Dallas. NRA AM 2024. Whoop! That's not a. Boy, I can't type NRA annual meetings 2024. And. Uh. It's going to be in – I couldn't find it. I'm sure it's around here somewhere on the NRA website, but uh, I don't know. Maybe – I 
think they said Dallas. Which which one? Which which of the two is where they only have the Omni attached to the convention center? I think that is Dallas. It might be Dallas then. But I don't know. All right. So anyway, regardless. Oh, wait. Hold up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, go. It's fun. Like, it really is. It really is a good time. Uh, it's fun for us as industry reps, whether we're media or whether we're manufacturer side. It's not as serious a show for us as SHOT Show. So for you as the consumer, I there's way more opportunities to, like, chat with people and have fun conversations and ask questions about products that you like or don't like. Um, yeah. I, uh, so that's my, that's my, my recommendation. Go next year, have fun, enjoy it. Uh, it will be an election year next year. So that'll be. Do we know what city it'll be in? No, we were just looking. I thought they said, I thought at the end of the show, they said Dallas, but. Oh, uh, that's Sorry. I don't know which, I don't know which city in Texas. Yeah, I, I received a message and I got distracted. Sorry, it'd be like that. Yeah, I think it's going to be Dallas next year, but I because I don't think they would go Houston, Indy, Houston. But um, if it isn't Dallas, that's better because I like Dallas. Uh, go hang out with the homies at Dallas Pistol Club. All right, so anyway. That's it for this week's episode, guys. Hope everyone had a great, wonderful weekend. Uh, like, share, subscribe, follow for more. Leave a comment. If you know the tea about the YouTubers that got kicked out of the show. American youths. I, I, I need to know about the youths, all right? So let me know. If you were American youths. Yeah. Anyway, I'm super <laughs> curious. All right, guys. That is it for this week. We will be back next week with another episode.